0: Matthew 16 and 13, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Whom do men say that I am? Who do you say I am? Amen. I want to preach about the foundation of the church. A revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. The foundation of the church is a revelation of Jesus Christ. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands and your voices to the Lord. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, why don't you pray, open my understanding today. I want to know it like I've never known it before, God. I want to see it like I've never seen it before. I want to understand like never before. Uh, uh, I want to be a teacher of your word. I want to be a light to this world. I want to help people. Uh, Hallelujah. Come on, join up with somebody right now if it's appropriate. Amen. Why don't you just pray? Uh, Why don't you pray until the Holy Ghost begins to pray through you? <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, why don't somebody just speak that name? Oh, why don't you speak that name? Uh, Oh, I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Uh, I wish somebody shout, Jesus, Uh, Jesus, uh, we love you, we praise you, oh God. Amen. Now, why don't you clap your hands to that name that is above every name? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. I want to preach what God has laid upon my heart, and it's the foundation. Everybody say the foundation. The foundation of the church is a revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's also written in Ephesians that we are built on the foundation of the prophets and apostles, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Amen. I want to tell you, we don't have a church if we don't know who Jesus is. Praise God. I said we don't even have a church if we don't know who Jesus is. Amen. I'm, I, I, I'm thankful for... Uh, the, the people that are piling into that place in Kentucky and singing songs about Jesus. And, amen. I'm thankful for it. It gives me hope that there's still people that are hungry. Amen. There's still people that want God. Amen. It tells me one thing that it said somebody told me they're coming from all over. When I looked at the clip, I thought if they're coming from all over and that's all they're getting, then there must be a lot of dead churches where these people come from. I said there must be a lot of dead churches where they come from. Uh, Amen. I think in the last days, we don't need to have sophisticated, organized church and everything. Just don't mess up my schedule and who sings next and who's doing that and who's what. Amen. I think we ought to just put Jesus on the calendar and say, this is the Lord's day Uh, John said, I was in the spirit on the, the Lord's day. It ain't your day, my day. It's the Lord's day. Amen. Why don't we let him just have his way? Why don't we let him have his way? Amen. Praise God. Everybody say, the foundation of the church is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Are you thankful you know who Jesus is? Are you thankful one day the light bulb came on and you seen exactly who he was and it began to click in your mind. Hallelujah. It's not just a second person in a man-made doctrine. Woo, but it was the rock that was following Moses in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank the Lord. I got so much to preach. Y'all got to help me today. Help me, Jesus. Man, this revelation of who Jesus is is all through the Bible. It's from the beginning of Genesis, the third chapter, all the way to the end of the Bible. It's planted in every book about who Jesus is. Matter of fact, there's one book that—that's the title of it: the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Man, a lot of people think it's the revelation of a white horse or a black horse or a red horse. It ain't that. The book is called The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, how do you know that? Well, I read it, first of all, but it begins like this. The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. And just a few chapters later, you see red letters appear in that revelation of Jesus Christ. And it begins like this. I am Alpha Alpha and Omega. Boy, when I preach the oneness of God, I feel the Holy Ghost more powerful. Yeah. Hallelujah. He said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, The Almighty. Jesus said in red letters, I am Alpha. You know what Alpha is? It's the very first letter in the Greek alphabet. The New Testament was written in Greek. So you know what Jesus was saying? I'm the beginning. And he said, I'm also Omega, which is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. What he was saying is, if you need anything from A to Z, honey... Whatever your problem starts with, uh, I got it covered. Uh, and if you need it, come to me, all ye that labor. Boy, I feel Jesus in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said the beginning and the end saith, everybody say, the Lord. The Lord, the definite article Lord, which is, comes from a word "curios." It's the Greek word for the Hebrew word Yahweh, which means the God of Israel. So the one that was speaking in Revelation, the revelation of Jesus is uh, that he's not just a prophet of the New Testament. And he's not just a real smart guy that knows how to divide bread and fish. But he's the God of the Old Testament. He's, he's my all in all. He is my everything. And I, and I just feel like, I just feel like declaring it today. I'm glad they sang about the name of Jesus. Amen, I'm here to refute every false doctrine that says Jesus was just a prophet. Or Jesus was just a man. Amen. I, 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 re- I refute Christianity that tries to take part of his power away from him. I refute Christianity that tries to divide the power of Jesus in half. Or in thirds. Amen. I still believe the Bible when Jesus said all Power in heaven and in earth is given unto, he said, me. What did that tell you? Honey, if there's any power anywhere, Jesus has it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I thought this was a Bible study, but I can't help it. There's too much anointing to just... Something begins to move uh, when you start talking about who Jesus is. Thank the Lord for them people that's had that praise and worship thing going for 10 days or whatever. Amen, but if I could just speak one word into that congregation wherever they are, I would say when you get through singing your song, sit down and grab your Bible. Sit down and grab your Bible and start figuring out who Jesus is. Amen. God's church is being built on the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Almighty. Hallelujah, I said it's gonna be built on the revelation that Jesus is the Almighty. The Almighty means the all-ruling God. It means absolute universal sovereignty. It means you can't have two. It means you sure can't have three. You can only have one almighty. Boy, I feel God backing me up right now. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages. Come on, if you believe that, clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, if he's the Almighty, I want to give him the honor and respect and praise that he deserves as the Almighty. So the Bible said when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist." Some Elias, that's just the New Testament spelling for Elijah. And others, Jeremiah or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And the prophets began to list the names of men, which tells us in this verse that humanity has always been confused about who Jesus really is. They were confused 2,000 years ago about who he was. And there's a lot of people today confused about who he really was. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And if the world is mixed up, I don't want to take advice from them. well pastor I've seen something on YouTube about this and that and what do you think about this and that this is what I think about this and that I'm not listening to a Trinitarian tell me anything about the end of time if you don't even know who Jesus is you sure don't know when he's coming back well hallelujah 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 help me to preach God Amen. obviously the world has always been mixed up about who he is I don't think Jesus was asking a question because he didn't know the answer because God don't do that (laughs) the all knowing God if he asks you a question it's not because it slipped his mind Because he wants you to think about it. Disciples, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Well, some think you're Elijah, John the Baptist, Jeremiah. Some people think you're the prophets. Okay. Well, who do you think I am? I'm going to preach to you a little while. Because I want you to understand the terminology that Jesus used. He said, the son of man. Who do people think this human is right here? <laughs> well, I <laughs> tell you, it's not real important for people that are going to be lost anyway to know who he is. But for his disciples, you need to know who he is. I said you need to get a real good revelation of who Jesus is. It matters that we know. It matters that you understand this ain't just the way we teach it and somebody else teaches it this way. That denomination teaches it this way. What we got to know is, what does this teach it? Forget about the Pope and the Watchtower and the Southern whatever. What does the Word of God say? So, so Jesus gives them a little trick. Play on words. Who do they say, I, the Son of Man, am? You know what he's wanting to know? I wonder if these people that are following me think I'm just a man. Woo! Think about it a while. Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? The Son of Man, that phrase just means man, humanity. So what Jesus was doing I wonder if these people that are following me know that I'm more than just a man. About that time, the man named Simon Peter, he might not have been the smartest one. (laughs) He might have had temper problems. He might have had mouth problems. He might have said stuff he shouldn't have said sometimes. But he had a little discernment down deep inside somewhere. I'll tell you who you are. You are the Christ. And all the other ones are probably sitting there thinking, boy, this is a trick question. We may not know what this guy is, but we know he's smart. We watched him fool the Pharisees, trip up the scribes and the smart people. Now here we are, a bunch of fishermen. He's asking us these hard questions. Amen. But Simon Peter wasn't scared to say the answer. He said, you are the Christ. He didn't just say a Christ, but he used the definite article, the. When you say the, you mean there ain't no more. Well, I feel like preaching right now. You, you know what Christ is? Uh, Christ is the anointed one, is what. The, and Peter said, "You are the Christ." A lot of people walked on this earth; they were anointed. Uh, amen. I know a lot of preachers anointed, a lot of singers anointed, a lot of great prayer warriors anointed. Uh, but there was only one Christ. There was only one anointed from God. Yeah. <laughs> God. This word is also uh, uh, interposed or, or changed out, used synonymously with Messiah. Messiah in the Old Testament was a prophecy uh, that God was going to send to the nation of Israel to bring them out. He meant. When Simon Peter looked at that man Jesus. Uh, he said, "You are the Messiah. You're not just a guy that's got a uh, knows how to put together water into wine. You're not just a guy that knows where the corners are in every fish's mouth." Uh, You're not just a good physician, but you are the Messiah. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. Not only are you the Messiah, but he said, You are the Son of the living God. Why did he say, You're the Son of the living God? Because Jesus just said, I, the Son of man... Who do men say, I am the Son of Man? You know what Peter revealed in that statement? He revealed what everybody in this church needs to get down deep in your spirit. That Jesus Christ was all man. And he was all God at the exact same time. Jesus called himself the Son of Man. Peter said, But you're also the Messiah, the Son. You were created by the living God. Boy, you know what he was saying? You're man, but you're also deity. You're flesh but you're also God. (laughs) And when he caught that revelation and Jesus heard him say, that's what I wanted to hear. This man has an understanding. See, if you think, if you think Jesus was nothing but divine flesh, and he could not have been tempted, and he could not have sinned, and he could not feel pain. What is the story of the cross then? What were the stripes for if he didn't feel it? Oh, I feel like preaching. What was the temptation for if he couldn't have been tempted? Where did the power come from if he was just a god? God. In all points, all points, all points, he was tempted just like we are. Yet without sin. Hallelujah. Peter opened his mouth. I know you're man, but I know you're the Messiah too. Jesus said, Ooh, son. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. You didn't get that by being carnal-minded. You didn't get that by reading the Reader's Digest. You got that from the Spirit of God. Let me tell you, if this settles in your spirit today, it's going to be because God settled this on you. Hey, Say, so, well, I've heard this all my life. Let me tell you something. There's people in this church, you couldn't tell people why there's one God. You ain't, you ain't got to run. You ain't got to say, man. You ain't got to clap. I know who you are. It's probably all of y'all. All of y'all need more. I need more. That's why I studied studying yesterday. God, I want more ammunition. When Jesus heard this, you talk about getting fired up. He got fired up. Woo. Praise God. You didn't get that from flesh and blood. Simon Peter, you've been connecting up with God somehow. And he said, I tell you, thou art Peter. That means Petros which means rock, thou art rock. And upon this rock, he said, I'm going to build my church. What are you going to build it on, Jesus? I'm going to build it on the revelation of who I am. I'm going to build a church, amen, and they're going to know exactly who I am You wonder why the enemy has fought the gospel of the oneness of Jesus Christ? I'll tell you why. Because that's what the church is built on. We've watched religious movements spring up and then spring away. Watch great orators bring great crowds together. And then it fades away. They hated the apostles, but there was a real intelligent man named Gamaliel. And they came to him and said, what are we going to do with these people preaching Jesus? And he said, let me tell you what to do. Uh, If it's of God, you don't want to be against it. But if it ain't of God, it'll just fade away. In other words, he was saying, don't worry about it. God's going to have a church. I said, God is going to have a church. And that church is going to know who he is. Amen. I got got to go. Lord help. So some people uh, get in our movement, they really get tripped out when, when they use the phrase, Son of God. They really get spazzed out. Man, let me just tell you something. The words Son of God is in this Bible. But you'll never read where it says God the Son in this Bible. There's a big difference between the Son of God, which is the manifestation of God, and a false doctrine that says God the Son. When the fullness of time come, the Son was born of a woman made under the law. We do not argue with that. That is Bible. But we know what happened there. What was in the Son? What was the Son? Well, let me just read what the Bible said: Colossians 2 and 6, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. It's amazing that the Lord means God. So walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him, everybody say in him, it doesn't say in them. It says, in him, in him, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What that means is if it was deity, it was in Jesus Christ. If it was father and it was deity, it was in Jesus Christ. If it was son, it was deity, it was Jesus Christ. If it was Prince of Peace, it was in him bodily. All labels, all titles, all attributes of deity were in Jesus Christ bodily. Well, let's thank him right now. Everybody say there's only one God. Deuteronomy six and four, "Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God is one. one Lord. You can't make two out of one." Praise God. Jesus ain't common core. If you get it wrong, you're gonna be wrong. We gotta get it right. You don't get credit for being half right. You gotta be all the way right. Here. Oh Israel, the Lord our God, boot and all them may be multiples, and all in all them may be multiples, but, but listen, Israel, the Lord our God is. One Lord. One Lord. Listen to what Isaiah said, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God formed. Think about, God said, God of the Old Testament, Yahweh said, before me, there was not another God. But he didn't stop right there. He said, neither shall there be after me which means when the New Testament rolls around, there ain't gonna be another God. When eternity rolls around, there ain't gonna be another God. There wasn't one before me, there won't be one after me. Hallelujah. He said, I even I am the Lord. And beside me, talking about on my right hand, on my left hand, behind, in front, excluded of me, there ain't another one. God said, I'm the only one. I'm the only Savior. I'm the only God. You. Then he said, in Isaiah 44 and 8, Is there a God beside me? Question mark. There is no God. I know not any. Now if the all-knowing God don't know another God, I'm pretty sure there ain't another God. I'm pretty sure you ain't so smart you figured out another one if the God that created heaven and earth said, I don't know of another one. The one that made the sun, the moon, and the stars also, uh, that reached billions of light years away, said I don't know another one. I got a feeling there ain't another one. <laughs> hallelujah. I gotta hurry up. Good thing is, I'm not preaching tonight, so no pressure on me right now. Is God open somebody to say amen? Everybody said there's only one God. So what did God call Himself? Praise God. Good question. Exodus 3 and 13. Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? Good question. When you're talking to a bush on fire, You just ask all the questions you ever had, I guess. It's a good time. What do I say when they ask what your name is? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. He said, thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am, has sent me unto you. God said, I am that I am. Kind of like what he said in Re- Revelations 1 and 8 I'm Alpha and Omega. Whatever you need, I am. You need me to break addiction to drugs? I AM! You need to break perversion out of your life? He's the I AM! You need healing in your body? He is the healer! You need salvation? So God's description of himself is, everybody say, I am. am. Fair enough. Praise God. When you're everything, you just say, I am. Because you ain't got time to listen to everything he is. Praise God. Three chapters later, Exodus 6 and 3. He's talking to Moses again. I, I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. What is Jehovah? Let me tell you what Jehovah is. Jehovah is an attempt by English translators to translate the tetragrammaton Y H W H which they pronounce as Yahweh, which is the God of Israel. Don't let me get too deep on you. He said, I appeared unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I just told them I'm the Almighty. But I really didn't tell them that I was the Yahweh, which is the God of Israel. Now let's go on. Praise God. Boy, I'm having fun. Jehovah is the English translation of the word Yahweh. We don't even know how Yahweh was pronounced because in the Hebrew language they didn't even have vowels. They just had consonants. And they were so scared to say the name of God that they would, afraid they would break the third commandment and be struck dead, thou shalt not use my name in vain. That they would use this name instead of this name to make sure they didn't get in trouble. Honorable. Honorable people. So we don't even know how the YHWH was even pronounced. Of course, English people know everything. (laughs) So we said, it's Yahweh. This is how you say it in Hebrew, Yahweh. But this is how we're going to say it in English, Yahovah. Praise God. Are you having fun yet? But Yahweh, the YHWH tetragrammaton, Is the third person form of the verb to be. Everybody say to be. In Hebrews, it means he is. So if God is speaking in first person, he says, I am. If I'm talking about him in third person, I say, he is. Come on, I'm going to help you today. This is real easy stuff. Depending on who's talking, he either says I am or we say he is. I can say he is deliverer. I can say he is my God. I can say he is my healer. Jehovah is the word, the English word for the Hebrew word Yahweh which means he is. Okay, you got that? So I am and Yahweh are different tenses of the same verb. So then the Bible begins to use compound names. As God begins to reveal himself, we get new names. Praise God. We get this one. How do you like this? Jehovah Jireh. Wow what does that mean Jehovah means he is when God wanted to reveal to Abraham I'm your provider I'm just testing you to see if you'll take your boy up there or not but I got a ram on the other side of the mountain coming up right now I'm testing you but I'm going to show you I am your provider Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord together. I feel like preaching. I feel like making a liar out of the devil. Amen. When I'm through preaching this, post it on Facebook and pay $100 and share it all over this city. I want to make some Trinitarians mad enough to come talk to me. Amen. I hope they get so mad they bring their Bible and let's sit down and talk about it. Then he begins to reveal his name more. Jehovah Nisi. Well, I want to get baptized in the name Jehovah Nisi. That ain't a name. That just means he is victory. When he was trying to show his people You can't produce your own victory. If you want victory, the battle's mine. Just give it to me and I'll... Come on, I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm going to take you somewhere. And as God begins to reveal who he is to his people, he uses these compound names, Jehovah Shalom. Well, that's a cool name. I think that's how I want to be baptized. You want to be baptized in He is peace? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for your word, Lord. I'm going to build my church on the revelation of who I am. How- Matthew 1 and 21, the angel said, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The word Jesus broken down in the Hebrew means Jehovah Savior. Well, I don't know how to be baptized. Well, do it like the Bible said. What does Jesus mean? It means the God of the Old Testament has become the Savior in the New Testament. I just read to you in Isaiah. He said, beside me there is no Savior. And then the revealed name of God in the New Testament is Jesus. What a name. Why would you pick Jesus? Man, I know a Mexican guy named Jesus. I know a guy from Colombia named Jesus. Well, he didn't fulfill the Christ. Good name, but he didn't fulfill the role. Hey Amen. There's only one anointed one. There's only one the Christ, and I'm thankful I know who it is. Amen. Everybody shout Jesus. So when Jesus was born and his name meant Jehovah's Savior, there's not another person that just showed up on the earth, started calling himself God, and making multiple deities. But it is the God of the Old Testament. Everything in this Bible just goes together and it's so beautiful. Hey Amen. Once you get the revelation of who Jesus is, it just, it'll open up your I'm t- it'll open up your prayer life. Oh, yeah. It's just so specific when you use a name. Praise God. I say. Somebody was in this room and they hollered out, hey Dad. Hey Dad. Be about 40, 50, 60, I don't know, men turn that are dads. Man, that's a title. How did this happen? I'll tell you how it happened. Isaiah probably said it better than anybody. The messianic prophecy, it don't matter if they're Protestant, Catholic, it don't matter Eastern Orthodox, if they believe in this Bible. They will tell you that Isaiah 9 and 6 is a messianic prophecy. A pro- there is no debate that Isaiah 9 and 6 is a prophecy of the coming Messiah. Amen. And the Bible said, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a, a son. Praise. Unto us a child is born unto us a son is given well he was just a son no he wasn't just a son cuz the bible said the government shall be upon his shoulder you know what's on your shoulder your head that means that son is the ruler of all the government all power Oh I feel can't he hardly read him so praise God. And his name shall be called wonderful whose name that son's name counselor the mighty God the baby that was born in Bethlehem he will be The mighty God. Sound like Jehovah has become Savior is what it sounds like. What else is he? He's the everlasting father. Who is the son? Well, I'm all confused now. What else is he? He's the prince of peace. He's the mighty God. This Bible said God is king of kings and Lord of Lords. Then this Bible said he's prince of peace also, which means he's king, he's dad, and he's prince, which is the son of a king. This Bible's so easy. I, I shouldn't have had to go to school all them years. And the wise and the prudent are trying to figure out what. And the foolish are saying, "Don't you get it, Bud? He's father and son. What? What's so hard to figure out? He's king and prince." Hallelujah. I'm going to build my church on this revelation of who he is. The Bible said he is the counselor. You know what the word for counselor is? Comforter. you know what the word for comforter is? Holy Ghost He said He said I'm everything. Oh yeah, that's what he said I'm alpha. And I'm going to make I'm the one which was. Which is. And which is to come. You name the title. If it has to do with God. He said it's me. Praise God. Isaiah 7 prophesied that the Messiah would be called Emmanuel, being God with us. Isaiah prophesied. Oh, I love this word. Isaiah said he, the Messiah would be called Emmanuel, God with us. When the angel shows up in Matthew 1, what does it declare? He will be Emmanuel. What is the baby that's about to be born? Will be Emmanuel. Which being interpreted is. Praise God. Isaiah said Jesus would be the root and the branch of David. What? The root and the branch. The root root that comes before and the branch that comes on the end. And the wise and the prudent say, you can't be the root and the branch. But the foolish like me said, oh, yeah, you can. If God said I'm the root and the branch, that means it. That's why he said before Abraham was, I am. Well, hallelujah. Isaiah prophesied of John the Baptist. He said, the forerunner, prepare ye the way of the Lord. This word Lord is translated Yahweh. In Hebrew, it's prepare ye the way for Yahweh, the God of Israel. Amen. Isaiah said, there's going to be a forerunner. You're going to pave the way for Jehovah Savior. And here comes John the Baptist. What is he doing? He's paving the way for Jesus Christ. He's down there in the water preaching repentance. Come down here, repent of your sins. We're going to baptize you. But don't look to me. Look to the one that comes after me. I'm not even worthy to buckle up his shoes. You'll know him when you see him. Hallelujah. Paul was saying like this The church was purchased with God's own blood. Go chew on that one for a while. The church, you and me and you were purchased with Yahweh's blood. I thought God was a spirit. Well, He was. Help me. Help me. Hallelujah. Paul describes in Titus describing Jesus, he calls him our great God and Savior. Jesus. Peter describes him in the second epistle as God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, how? How on earth does this happen? I'll tell you how it happens. Paul said in Timothy, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. This is how it happened. God was manifest in the flesh. You're Jehovah from the Old Testament, whatever you want to call him. You're Yahweh from the Old Testament. Was manifest in the flesh. He was the one preaching at the well that day to the Gentile woman. Praise God. This is so simple. Why would somebody get hung up on a Trinitarian doctrine? That goes against everything this Bible teaches. This Bible does not teach three people, this Bible teaches one God. God is a spirit, and you can't see a spirit. But in order to pay for the sins of man, uh, he had a plan. The the lamb was slain from the foundation of the world. uh, And so one day in a little town called Bethlehem, uh, the spirit that you could not see came forth uh, as a human being. uh, Hallelujah! Thank you for truth, God. That's so what I had debates with people. They said, Well, I, I believe it my way, and, and you believe it your way. And there's not two ways, you have to believe this Bible. Why why is it important that you believe God was manifest in the flesh? This is why. This is the words of Jesus. That's what they all like to go to. If it says it in red, I believe the red and the black part all From the front to the back. And I've never read where they contradicted. This is what Jesus said. Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. I said, therefore, unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. Now, let me tell you something. The translators put the word He in there, and if you look it up in your Bible, not right now, but when you go home, you'll see that it's italicized, like it's leaning over like this. That means that the translators added a word. To help the English people understand more what he was saying. And it kind of, and it does help. For if you believe not that I am he. they, They were telling you what he meant. He was saying, if you do not believe I am he, you'll die in your sins. But if they wouldn't have tried to help us, this is what it would have said. For if you believe not that I am. If you don't believe I'm the I am, uh, he said you're gonna die in your sins. I'm telling you, I'm preaching something very important right now. Amen. Don't don't just call this church because you like what you feel. Don't call this your church because you like the preaching or the singing or or the usher or the people are nice. Get a hold of it. You, you, you got to believe it with all your heart. All right. It's 12 o'clock, but I'm, I'm real close to the I'm like three-fourths of the way through my notes right now. In just a few minutes, I'm not preaching tonight. I'm going to read about 10 scriptures, and we're going to take the Lord's Supper. So we're going to do a barter. How y'all like to barter? Man, the IRS don't know about it when you barter. Praise God. Give me a little time right now. I'll give you some tonight. So why is he called the Son of God? A lot of oneness people don't even like this terminology. They trip out. and There's nothing to trip out about. This is the Bible. He's called the Son of God because he doesn't have a father on earth. Joseph was not his daddy. The Spirit of God overshadowed Mary, and she conceived and had a child. Therefore, the child was called the Son of God. We don't want to get this mixed up. He said, I'm the Son of Man, which means my mama... I was a regular mama. She identified as a mama. I was a real mama, like the kind God made. So, what's your last name, Jesus? Well, on my mama's side, But on my daddy's side, I got a different name. He said, I have come in my father's name. So why is he called the son of God? Because he is a son of God. He was made by God. But also, he's called the son of God in scripture because it describes the role That the man Jesus had in the redemption of the church. Praise God. He had a role. The role of the son. This is what you got to understand. What I began to preach. The revelation of Simon Peter was. He knew that he was the son of man. But he also knew he was the son of God too. This is what you have to understand. Or you're going to get confused when you read the Bible. God Jesus was all God and all man He had the nature of a man not the sin nature cuz he didn't inherit one from an earthly father He was the last Adam which means he had a nature of a man and he could have sinned but he didn't have the same nature like you got like You can go you can read between the lines But he was all man and all God at the same time. So as a man, he was born. Raise your hand, Just like you were born. But as God, he always existed. As a man, he grew physically, spiritually, socially. Became accepted among men. But as God... He never changed. As God, he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. As a man, he hungered and thirsted, but as God, he was the bread and he was the living water. As a man, he prayed. But as God, he answered people's prayers. As a man, he died. But as God, he raised his own self from the dead. I'm, I'm so close to being done, it would make you. I'm not going to get you to stand yet, but I don't want you to stand that long. So he's, everybody say he's God and he's man. Let me tell you what else he is. He's the image of the invisible God. You cannot see a spirit. This is what Colossians 1 and 12 said, or 15. said he is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. This is how Hebrew says it. He is the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person. Everybody say His person. Jesus Christ is the image of God's person, which means there's only one person. There's not two persons. There's not three persons, but there's one Jesus that was born and became the image, became the glory of an invisible person of God. Amen. Now you can stand because I'm almost done. In case there's somebody here that You're mixed up and you still don't understand. Let me tell you, the Jews knew exactly what that terminology meant. And that's why they hated his guts. Jesus answered, My Father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him. Why did they want to kill him? Because not only he had broken the Sabbath... But also that God was his father making himself equal with God. The Jews understood the terminology. If this guy is saying he's the son of God, what he's saying is he's God. And They didn't want the story to be like that. So they picked up rocks and tried to kill him. He said, many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of these works do you stone me? Why do you want to kill me? What, what? Tell me what good thing I've done that you're wanting to kill me right now. They answered him, for a good work we stone thee not. It ain't because you've done good stuff that we want to kill you. This is why we want to kill you. It's because you're you're blasphemy. Because thou being a man, makest thyself God. The Jews knew the story. They knew he was calling himself the son of God. What he was saying is, I'm God. They didn't like that. They didn't want the Messiah to be a homeless man. They had a different image of what he should be. How it would work. And they refused that story. Tried to kill him many times. Finally ended up crucifying him. But they knew their hatred was because he was making himself... God, which in the Greek was called Theos, which means the almighty supreme being. That's why they hated him. It wasn't the Trinitarian story. Well, this is just a, this guy's got a third of the power. He's on the, he's on the Godhead board and he gets to vote. No, they knew what it meant. This guy is saying he's God. And They tried to kill him. My prayer today, God, let this settle in your people. Amen, because this is what God's church is built upon. Not praise and worship. God's church ain't built on women's auxiliary, men's meetings. Camping trips, and I ain't got a problem with none of that. But there ain't never been a church built on camping trips. Let me tell you how a church gets built. It's when people get a revelation of who Jesus is. You take this revelation and you realize my neighbor don't know who Jesus is. They know his name. The Pharisees knew his name. They didn't know who he was. God, help us today. I've watched, fascinated by church buildings. I love church buildings. And when I was in Brazil and different places, we went and looked at some churches actually in Little Rock, Brother Holmes took as we were looking at some different paintings and stuff, thinking about the new church and stuff years ago. And I love churches. I love the build just but I watch as people begin to say a name that they didn't even know who he was. And They grieve my spirit. They began to look past Jesus to some other something. Pray to a, a mother or whatever. So lost, so confused. God help this church I'm telling you whatever you have need of today whatever it starts with whatever letter it is if you ain't got the Holy Ghost that starts with an H and you need it really bad but you may need a healing too you may need God to put your marriage back together you you may need God to break a nicotine spirit you may need God to break a perversion spirit I don't care what it starts with from Alpha to Omega he's here in this house the power to do mighty things for his people why was Simon Peter given the keys to the kingdom why was he given many chances over and over he denied Jesus three times before the day of Pentecost ever happened from there into there I don't even know him Why did God keep giving him another chance? I'll tell you why. See new down in that man's spirit. That man knows who I am. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. In the name of Jesus. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray. Come on, what what's on your shoulder today that's beating you down? What is it that's got you upset today? Whatever it is, my friend, Jesus is here to fix it. Why don't you bring your addiction to the altar? Why don't you bring your helplessness to an altar? Why don't you bring your jealousies and hurt and envies and all the things you can't fix in your life to that name that is above every name. Come on, at the name of Jesus. Church, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue is going to confess You can either do it right now when it counts and God will hear you and forgive you and fill you with His Spirit or you're going to bow at eternity when it's too late. I'm begging people, get rid of your bad spirit. Get rid of the hatred. Get rid of your addictions today. Bring your instabilities. Your insufficiencies. Lay them on an altar and begin to cry out to the name of Jesus. Oh, help us today, God. Come on, prayer warriors. Come on, people all across this congregation. Come on, why don't you begin to cry. God could break chains right now. Come on, Jesus could break things in this house. Generational curses—it's been hanging on to people for a long time. You are complete in Him. You're complete in Him. He's the one. He's the one. Oh. Ho, 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 ho.